Welcome to Podsdale. I'm your host, Holly Walter from Scottsdale's Office of Communication. I'm here for this episode with Captain Dave Folio of the Scottsdale Fire Department. We're here to talk about Arizona's wildfire season and specifically how Scottsdale works to mitigate fire risks in our beautiful city and our surrounding desert. But first, I'll turn the time over to Kira Peters for this episode's Fast Five. I'm Community Services Administrator Kira Peters with five fast things happening around the city that you need to know. Kicking this episode off at number five, McCormick-Stillman Railroad Park received a generous donation of $1 million from the Scottsdale Railroad and Mechanical Society. The money will be used to build a new play facility as part of the new indoor multi-use space. The project will make the park an even better place for kids and families year-round. To learn more about the upcoming donation and the upcoming project, visit scottsdaleaz.gov and search Railroad Park. Next up at number four, congratulations to Assistant City Prosecutors Jared Johnson and Seth Peterson. Jared and Seth won the APAAC 2022 Misdemeanor Prosecutor of the Year Award. The two received the award for serving as traffic safety resource prosecutors for the Governor's Office of the Highway Safety on top of their normal job duties. In this position, they trained and aided multiple state and city agencies on impaired driving criminal cases. Thank you for your dedication and hard work. The Scottsdale City Council approved nearly $2 million for nonprofit agencies in our number three spot. These agencies provide programs and services that assist thousands of at-risk and in-need people in our community. Services include meal programs, emergency electricity, and rent payments, homeless shelters, and a teen suicide hotline. To learn more about these programs and agencies, head on over to scottsdaleaz.gov and search nonprofit. Join us in recognizing outstanding businesses in our number two spot. The Scottsdale Chamber is accepting nominations for the 36th Annual Sterling Awards. The awards celebrate people and organizations who exemplify excellence, innovation, and community stewardship. Know the perfect nominee? If so, visit scottsdalechamber.com and click on Signature Events to find out more. And coming in at number one, Scottsdale Public Art is hosting a new exhibit at Civic Center Library. The exhibition, Design to Move, features work by photographer Taylor James and gives viewers a surprising up-close look at the beauty and ingenious design of Desert Seeds. The exhibition kicks off with an opening reception on July 7th at 4.30 and runs through September 30th, all at Civic Center Library. For more information, visit scottsdalepublicart.org and search Designed to Move. And that's our Fast Five for this episode. I'm Kira Peters covering for Stephanie Harada, who will be back in two weeks to let you know five things you need to know. I'll see you. Thanks, Kira. Dave, welcome back. We had you on the podcast to talk about how the city prepares and manages the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Today, we are shifting gears a bit and talking about how we prepare for wildfire season, and it's underway right now. Yes. Statewide, uh, it's been one of the busiest uh, seasons we've had. Um, and obviously, uh, yet another hot, dry summer has approached us. And uh, here in the city of Scottsdale, uh, work's been underway since January. Uh, back in uh, 2021, we hired a fuel mitigation officer, a, f- a wildland expert, uh, Dave Ramirez, to come in and work with us in the city of Scottsdale to really reduce fuel, uh, fuel mitigation project, work on that project. So he did great work. He went out and got some grants. 
Uh, the recent grant was $350,000 that was given to help with this project. It's a u- really unique project. You don't see a lot of municipal fire departments doing that. But uh, in Scottsdale, we recognize we live in an urban interface, wildfire, wildlands type of setting. Uh, as soon as you cross Shea Boulevard, right, and or even south of Shea Boulevard along like 94th Street and Shea, you've got the Mountain View Wash, tons of brush in there, really thick. And then uh, as you get into to further north Scottsdale, obviously, you know, the People's Preserve, the McDowell Mountain Pres- uh, Sonoran Preserve, which is really valuable to us here in the city of Scottsdale because, you know, you've got over 220 miles of trails, um, you know, 30,000 plus acres and a thousand species. We want to protect that. That's what keeps us up at night. So monsoon season's upon us too. So what we've done is we identified, uh, we pre- predominantly have southwest winds. That means that the, it comes out of the south, it blows into the east right into our McDowell Mountain Preserve. So what we've done is, and if you've been driving along Scottsdale Road or Pima or even taking a left between Pima and Scottsdale Road on Jomax, it used to be a wall of brush 10 feet high. Now you'll notice it's cleaned up. Uh, we've brought the desert floor, the, the really thick invasive fuels type of stuff that that started to grow from some of our past storms, we took that out of there and we've raised the limbs up four to, to six feet on some of these trees. What we're looking for is that just gives us a, a chance, right? If we have a chain dragging along Joe Max Road and it sparks the fire, it gives our firefighters a chance to get on scene and to quickly, quickly put that fire out. And that's what we're looking for, especially in the afternoon if we get something like that and it takes off into the desert area. And uh, so along with that, part of our fuel mitigation project is we added three brush trucks recently, uh, probably about a month ago when the temperatures got to a certain temperature and the RH levels were really low. We have patrol brush trucks out in the area. You may get a knock on your door and they may hang a flyer on your door asking you to be a part of our Firewise community. And that's basically a defensible space around your home, kind of do the fuel mitigation project like we're doing on Joe Max Road, clear it 30 feet, bring the bushes up. So so we've been busy as as you can hear. Yeah, um, definitely. And so, it also, it sounds like, uh, you know, our, our city is unique to other Valley cities, like you mentioned, and it's a very good point. We definitely have a more critical wildfire risk because we are so close to those open desert spaces. We have our beautiful preserve. Um, I actually have seen some of that uh, reduction work along Scottsdale Road, and and that looks like it takes, uh, how much work is involved in getting that done? So for instance, the Jomax project, I just watched that and it took about two and a half weeks actually. So yeah, we hired a crew to come in there and do that. Um, they'll, they'll trim it up and then they'll come in and chip it. And so they're sent, putting in the chippers and uh, sending it out that way. Uh, another thing too, is along Scottsdale road, you know, some, one of the areas you, that you wouldn't think we would do it is in Phoenix, but we teamed up with Phoenix and they assisted us in doing that project because if we get a fire on Phoenix and it comes across Scottsdale road, then it's our problem, right? So, so now it's in our jurisdiction and we're, and there's a lot of, you know, older homes in there that aren't sprinklered. So we've teamed up with a lot of good people to do that. Um, and then part of it too is uh, the Firewise uh, project that we have going on in the city. Once again, unique. There's a there's 100 communities that are a part of that. We have 14 of them here in the city of Scottsdale where we've teamed up with our community partners 
and or the homeowners associations. And we've gone in there and we've assisted them in doing fuel mitigation assessments where we've offered suggestions of clearing this certain area out or clearing that out. So we have 14 of those here in the city of Scottsdale. 14 of the 100 nationally. Yes. Those are pretty good numbers. Really good numbers. And I'm guessing the department would like to see more communities in our city involved in that as well. Yeah, we 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 would love that. Um, you know, and we're doing we've got three people that we've recently hired um, as our CCR officers, too, so they can go out and do the assessments. And um, we're, we're continuing to team up with our SPD officers. I was just recently at a community event where some of our leaders from North Scottsdale were there, and I got to present a uh, presentation on the FireWise program. So it's a continuing on progress that we'll, we'll, we'll continue on throughout the years and just hopefully more get involved. But uh, also, too, you know, uh, monsoon season's upon us. So so those are some of our concerns with the dry lightning. We haven't gotten a lot of rain. And then 4th of July, obviously, is sure. literally right around the corner. Sure. Well, before we jump into 4th of July, I know some of the other mitigation you work you have done is involves your construction inspections. How does that work? Yes. Yeah, so part of that is when you go to apply for a permit, um, there's a sheet that's given to you within that permit process, and it talks about limiting your risks on a construction site. And we'll actually, uh, when the construction site gets going up, we'll send an inspector and a general and meet with the general contractor just to make sure that you've got all the safety uh, measures in place. We'll ask you to put a PW can and or even a hose line in place. One of the reasons we we went after some of the construction aspects of it and inspections. Mm-hmm. Probably the last three fires I was personally on were started by construction crews. So they're building the fence on the back, they're cutting rebar, and it got into the desert. So we saw a need to start that, and we did. Um, so we go out and meet with them. There's a whole permit sheet, and then there's an inspection, an inspection sheet that we can give them just to give them suggestions on how to keep the, uh, the contract site safe. Excellent. That's great to think about and good to know that you're out there doing that. Now, you mentioned 4th of July, so not only are you battling uh, the risk of wildfire throughout the summer months, but of course we have to be extra careful when 4th of July comes around uh, to reduce the threat of wildfire, particularly in our preserve, but of course in uh, any other part of Scottsdale. What are some of the things that you do within the fire department? So... Reference to 4th of July, um, it's really important to know that we take advantage of the uh, professional opportunities that we're providing. We're having a, a fireworks show at Westworld this year on the 4th uh, between 5 and 9. Um, while fireworks are legal in the state through the legislation, we do have an ordinance here in the city of Scottsdale that actually prohibit you from, you from using fireworks in or around one mile of the, of the preserve. So everybody needs to know that. Um, while they're legal and they sell them, they're not safe. So some of the numbers I have too is, you know, nationally, fireworks cause an estimated 19,500 reported fires. Um, alone, 9,100 people for fireworks-related injuries. What's crazy is we all love the sparklers, right? You hold them in your hand, it sparks. Well, that emits 1,200 degrees worth of heat and throws sparks. So if you're in one of our desert areas or you know, in one of these washes and it throws a spark, it could quickly spread, especially if we have the wind blowing. So what's crazy is 25% of those injuries were from sparklers. Oh, wow. 
that people went to the hospital to be seen. So, so while you think they may be safe, um, if you go to buy your fireworks at one of the sites, it has a list of what's allowable. Um, you know, some of the novelty items, the smoke devices, the, the, the ones that you, the party poppers where you pull the screen, all those are legals. Like I said, the sparklers are legal, uh, but you can't use it within one mile of the preserve. So, and also, so bottle rockets, those things that take off into the air, those are not legal to use in the city of Scottsdale and or I believe the state. Those are part of the list that are restricted for sale and use in the city. So you have a lot of people that go to Mexico and they bring them back over the cross the line and you hear those ones going off in the middle of the night. Those are illegal fireworks. Okay. Okay. And I can imagine as a firefighter seeing some of those injuries, they can be pretty traumatic to not only the person injured, but the others around who are involved. Yeah. What, what we're saying is they're preventable. Uh, don't use them. Don't use them in our, in our desert area, our urban interface. We've offered you an alternative, right? Come see the fireworks show at Westworld. There's a great barbecue that we've got 300,000 square foot of cooled space where you can be in there, have a barbecue, play some games. And then at, you know, close to nine o'clock, the fireworks show goes for like an hour. Um, I would say too, as I, I was command of that last year, you get a lot of people there. So get there early. They're, they're allowing you to park in the polo fields in a, in a car and you can uh, have a picnic out there and enjoy yourself out there. And then the fireworks start, you've got a front, literally a front row seat to it. So get there early, get yourself a spot and uh, come over there and allow the professionals to do it. Sure. Something with that too, is we have our fire trucks and our crews on scene there. So if something were to happen, we're on it really quick. Compared to if you're out, you choose to use a firework in the desert and you start a fire, that's a problem because we're not there. And it takes us three to four minutes to get there, especially through the crowds that we're going to have around Westworld and uh, those type of things. Yeah, and it should be popular this year. I, I know some other Valley cities have had issues with uh, supply chain, obtaining fireworks. Some cities have just canceled their shows outright. So a good suggestion to get there early and you can't beat being inside an air-conditioned space at this time of year. Now, you also, you mentioned uh, how quickly a fire could spark in the preserve. That's part of the reason the preserve closes early on July 4th. The preserve closes at noon and it will reopen around five o'clock in the morning on Tuesday, July 5th. Our Pinnacle Peak Park will be open from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. on the 4th of July. But it's good to remember that our trailheads in the preserve will have closed signs posted and police and fire staff patrol that area to advise visitors about the closure and the fire threat. So uh, a violation of that closure is actually a misdemeanor. So, you know, you could look at a hefty fine if you violate that. Yes. Uh, another thing, too, let's touch on if you do see smoke or you see, uh, especially at night, we do get the calls, you know, hey, there's something glowing. Don't hesitate to call us. Call 911 and or for whatever reason uh, you're in the area where a brush fire starts. Don't try to put it out yourself. Uh, we would rather be notified sooner than later, uh, obviously, so we can get trucks on the road. Um, one of the, w- the ways that our dispatch center activates is when you call, we ping your phone. So we know right where you're at. So it's really important while you're talking, the dispatch is being done. It's done in less than 30 seconds. So we're actually on the road probably before you hang up the phone. So really important. Uh, several incidences, people have tried to put it out themselves. They go get their garden hose. Call 911 immediately and get us coming so we can get units there quickly to put out the brush fire. It's good to mention that. Great advice. Now, going back earlier to FireWise, how can someone find out more about FireWise USA or about our fire restrictions or what we are doing to um, prevent wildfires in our city? 
So we've got all that online at scottsdaleaz.gov slash fire. You can go to our website and then also 480-312-8000 and we'll get you information on that. And or you can request uh, uh, for one of our CRR specialists to come out and give you an assessment of your property. So we've got brush trucks out in the area uh, probably through September-ish when the heat finally goes away and the RH levels rise up. But we're more than willing to come out and do an assessment for you. Great. And as you mentioned, that's free, that wildland safety inspection. And you can go online to submit that request as well. If you go to scottsdaleaz.gov and search easy, you can submit that request. Captain Folio, thank you so much for joining us today. I know you're really busy as we've outlined with uh, all the things going on within the fire department. And we're right around the corner from the 4th of July. So I hope that it's a safe one for our firefighters as well as our community. Thank you very much, and uh, just hope our community stays safe. That wraps up this episode of Podsdale. We will be back soon, but in the meantime, don't forget to check out Scottsdale's 4th of July celebration at Westworld. The event is back for its ninth year from 5 to 10 p.m., Monday, July 4th. The patriotic celebration takes place in the cool, air-conditioned equestrian center at Westworld and gives you a chance to be red, white, and cool. Learn more and get tickets on our website. And until then, have a safe and happy July.